0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Final Tackle Podcast. And this episode is brought to you guys by Gold Coast Trading Cards. They're a TLA-approved and authorized NRL card dealer. They have actually got a box break coming out as of, I think, it's next week. They've just listed their new spots. 16 teams, 16 spots. You guys know the deal. Head to their website or their Facebook page and their group. You can get a spot there. I actually was in a break yesterday and got 20 Broncos cards. So, and I'm a Devout Broncos fan, so you guys know what's up. It's, a, it's an amazing thing. Um, so, big, big shout out to them, and thank you very much for sponsoring us for the next 18 months. Now, back to it. Our guest for today is 2003 Grand Final winning two tries in that game, Luke Rooney. Thanks for joining us today, mate. Thanks for having me. No, nah, no worries. Um, so, first of all, got an elephant in the room. 2003 what a ripper of a season for the Penrith Panthers and for you personally getting two tries in the grand final. What was the whole season and just everything like that for you?
1: It was, um, unbelievable season because in 2001 was when I made my debut, you and I think it was yeah. and then 2002 was another really tough year. I think we came second or third last, and then 2003, I think we st- didn't start off too good, and everything just kind of. Gelled really, really quickly, and all of a sudden we're on this streak. Everyone's got confidence, Um, but still halfway through, like winning it, you you don't really even think about winning it. It Yeah, you're um, just
0: doing your week by week, you know. Well, it's funny because we're all
1: we're all so young back then, and some the guys who I played with back then, I've been playing with since. Like Luke Lewis, I've known him since I was twelve and thirteen. He's Mm. played for Blacktown. I used to play for some Doms um we had so many people who, like we just grew up and we're just doing what we do just loving it loving every week ripping in every week and it was just coming off and um it's funny because yeah seeing Penrith in the grand final and it's like it's been 17 years since mm. we um we've been there but it was just great to bring back some memories showing about the Panthers but um but hey they got was, there like, it was just yes yeah, unbelievable but you know what it's, it's, I was just thinking the other day it's so
0: good to be part of something that 17 years later people were still talking about it's mm. pretty cool Oh, exactly, exactly. And you personally got two tries. That very rarely happens to any player in a grand final. You know, Brett Kenny got some. I think Addo Carr got some a few years ago. And so what was it like? Royce to Simmons? Not... Yeah, Royce Simmons, yeah. Royce what, so... what, what was it like to not just get one, but two tries in a grand final?
1: Um, Unbelievable. Um, I have to really thank Luke Prittis for those. They were, <laughs> they were great. Thank you for those. Because um, usually he reminds me of them as well, So, which is fair enough. Um, yeah, just, just good to do my job and be part of it, part of the team for the whole season. Um, it, was, it, was a, it was a weird match because we were definitely not favourites. I remember <laughs> they were talking about they were talking about the Roosters to win three in a row and they haven't won two in a row and we're like, but we just felt this, we had this momentum. Mm, um, yeah, yeah, for, but sure. me, for me personally, it was great. Always being a Penrith Panther fan, come from Penrith.
0: Um, it was a dream come true. Yeah, nah, for sure. Um, because I was actually watching the 03 Grand Final the week leading up to the this year's Grand Final, and they were saying that you were still living with your parents at the time of the Grand Final. Is that true?
1: I was. I was. I wow. Didn't say that, I, didn't, I wasn't there much of the week after that. I'll tell mm. you that. But, um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was sure. still there. I was still there. I was. I was. I think I was twenty. Just twenty. Mm-hmm. Um, well, so very young and, and
0: getting your first Grand Final win.
1: Yeah, and. I mean, not that I thought I'd been many others. People say it was so you should treasure treasure, tre- tre- it, it's sorry, because it doesn't come around often. Mm. And I think, uh, yeah, and that was the last grand final. We played a couple of semi finals after that, but just didn't get close to that. And um, we're lucky that we got there on a the day and we actually won. So very happy.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, and obviously, speaking of um, your time in the NRL before we switched to Union, you played some Origins for New South Wales and some games for Australia. How do those compare to such as the grand final and in general, in origin, it's like next level sort of thing?
1: It's just very different. I have to say winning the premiership was still a massive highlight for me, probably the number one, just because you're with your friends. Coming from Penrith, um, it was unbelievable. But For being an individual and being um, able to represent New South Wales, because I remember growing up, I mean, you'd be really fired up two or three days before the actual game. It was mm. just this huge thing. You know, you absolutely hated Queenslanders. Oh,
0: I go for Queensland. Um, <laughs> you don't or you do? I do. I was born in Queensland. I thought so
1: you said you went to Brisbane. I was like, oh, no, but um, it, it was just great. And that st- to, to actually be able to play on that stage, And I have mm. to say the best origins are in Queensland, I think, at Suncorp. Okay. Just the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Um. Because you're so far away and in New South Wales, it's a good twenty metres away from the field where you feel like in Suncorp they're right on top of you. Yeah, um, yeah for sure. I, I do. I always felt that was where the the I shouldn't say this, but yeah, the big origins were. So um, the it mecca was just for great. origin. <laughs> yeah, but it was just great to be a part of. Um, the, just the amount of press about it. Um. Mm. but to play for your country is awesome as well but there just isn't the buzz that new south wales has you know. yeah like
0: I, I was talking to my friend the other day and that's exactly what we both agreed what it would be like for a player you know it'd be it's one thing to play for you know your country which is every kid wants to play for australia or the country yeah. that they're from but state of origin is like next level like you get up yeah. much more for that than you would you know a, um an international game and speaking of your um You know, going over to Union, you played for Toulon and the Rebels. First of all, what was it like with the code change and adjusting? And what was the decision behind um, changing over to Union?
1: Uh, I just for the first I've been at Penrith since I was well since I was fourteen really development squads. Mm -hmm. Uh, Been playing NRL since I was eighteen, and I think I was twenty seven when I left. I just kind of needed, I
0: needed a change. You were like, I've done Uh, it all? Like won a grand final, played for the Blues? No, no, left. I I thought I had a lot
1: left in me, but um, especially the last year, I had the year before my last year, I had a a fusion in my neck, which gave my confidence a bit where they um, put a cage around it. And then my form wasn't as good. I thought I was was getting there. Um, And I just, to be honest, I just wasn't really enjoying myself.
0: Mm. Well, I mean, you've got to love what you do.
1: Yeah, I love what I do, but I remember when you're really playing your best, you're enjoying yourself, you're loving mm-hmm. everything you do, you're loving the training, you love being with the friends. And I was just just I wasn't there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember a guy called Craig Gower went to Bay Ritz the year before.
0: Yeah, he did. Yep.
1: And he said, just just put some feelers out, some managers, and see. And um, luckily, Tana Umunga from the old All Blacks was coaching Toulon, and he mm-hmm. remembered me from playing um, playing for Penrith. He said, come over. Um, never touched the game of rugby union barely watched it but really wanted to have it I've always wanted to have a go Um, so we went over there gave me a crash course in two weeks oh wow and and I was playing a game of rugby in two weeks after two weeks training didn't have a clue what I was doing especially for the rucks and that had no idea
0: Hmm. Um, what was it like
1: it was weird, especially <laughs> bending my six-foot four back, trying to get down under these oh, big guys.
0: You, you would have been good in the lineouts, though. <laughs>
1: well, because I was winger, and I turned okay. out to be more of a fullback than a winger. But because I was quite thin, they tried to put me up in the lineouts to um, well, yeah, to you're get tall. the fancy yeah. ones. It is so scary getting up that high. And um, I said, mate, because it, it was a French forward catch, I said, mate, that's not for me. You just don't, yeah, I don't want to do that again. But that was only my third game. He put me in the lineout, and I'm like, <laughs> nah, that's awful awful <laughs> uh,
0: because you really got to trust the players under you to not drop you sort of thing
1: well yeah drop yeah and the thing I didn't have a clue what I was doing so it's not mm. like I did it all my life and then come in and he's put me into a professional game of all these unbelievable players mm. um, who's done these line outs all before and you get very high people mm. don't notice you get very high because you got these guys who are 65 you get it. exactly up. yeah
0: you get about as high as an AFL speccy type mark yeah sort of thing. exactly
1: yeah. Yeah, I'd Now I know about that because I'm in Melbourne. I was so, going to uh, say,
0: have you started watching AFL since going down to Melbourne with the Rebels and stuff?
1: Uh, I've tried. I've tried. You yeah, kind of have to pick a team. Everyone says, what mm-hmm. team do you like? And I've kind of gone from one team to the other. But okay, um, I appreciate it a lot more. I definitely appreciate it. The fitness of those guys oh, and the, and the it's vision next is level. unbelievable. Yeah.
0: So speaking of that, do you have a team? <laughs>
1: um. A few different teams. I was mm-hmm. supposed to go for the Hawks because my friend went for the Hawks, and I've kind of gone off those. Um, another lady gave me a, a Collingwood jersey for. I'm a um, Collingwood fan. So, <laughs> what was
0: that? I'm a Collingwood fan.
1: Are you? Yeah. Well, mate. well that's all right then. So he's got a Pendlebury shirt. So, oh, nice. Um, well, my first game was Collingwood in Essendon, so I should really oh, wow. say Collingwood. It- and that game was it. It was an anzac, game. Oh, it was like a, like how amazing are those? At MCG.
0: That's it, honestly. That's getting goosebumps just thinking about it. They're amazing. It,
1: it was, yeah, it is amazing. Just the atmosphere. Um, they are absolutely it's like a religion down here. <laughs> it's it's really good at how people get behind it. And what I love about it is like Penrith, you have Penrith in NRL and you have Parramatta, but it's half an hour away mm. with these Richmond and. Hawthorne they're like a suburb away yeah they're it's literally like so 10 crazy. minutes away,
0: and there's yeah. such a bit of rivalry amongst almost it, all of the Melbourne teams
1: yeah it's it's unbelievable I, I, I'm enjoying it. I can watch a game I wouldn't watch every game but nah. the big games I definitely watch
0: yeah for sure and speaking of Melbourne and you're living in there what's the lockdown like at the moment for you
1: it's it's been really tough um yeah when I, I think I first got in touch we um we spoke but I, I was on full level four lockdown yeah I couldn't do anything like literally uh at home couldn't leave full-on mask um
0: uh, because wow. i know
1: everywhere in australia because my parents up in newcastle and okay, like yeah. nothing's going on
0: yeah people like people i know. mean I, I live on the central coast so in between yeah. sydney and newey and it's like nothing is going on nothing- i mean don't get me wrong it's- when you go to hospitals and all that it's different but yeah you don't have to wear it when you go to the shops but yeah down in Melbourne. It's it insane. really weird.
1: Really weird. You go out and there's not many people out at all. Um, the curfew. It does mm. get you down a lot. And then you know, if you we, we've it's awesome being closer with your family for a bit, but it does get very, very tough. So, mm. I, uh, yeah, it was really tough. It was it was a tough time, especially when they put on today's show. People up in Queensland on the beach taking it easy, and then we're oh, here. The
0: block you'd out. be you'd be like. Oh. Yeah, we well
1: stop showing that, please, or not just not to us Melbourneers. Yeah, exactly.
0: Um, and so, is, 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 are you going to call Melbourne home? Do you reckon for the rest of your life? I'm almost
1: called forever. I love Melbourne. Mm-hmm. I came here, Melbourne Rebels, and because I uh, met a French lady over there, and we had a had a had a kid as well, and she loved um, she loved Melbourne. Mm-hmm. Um, we could always go back to Penrith, but I think for a French lady coming back to Penrith, she's like, I like it for the weekend, Luke, but not to live. Yeah. Like, oh, well, I'm from it, so I love it. But um, I was just born more kind of european and it's got a bilingual school for my son. So, yeah, yeah. I love it down here. Good character.
0: No, no that's good. That's good. Um, and speaking of your time with the Rebels, what was it like, first of all, um, as we mentioned, you went over to France, played for Toulon, and then coming back to Australia, did you notice any big cultural differences coming back from france into australia and then also playing union in the super rugby there was
1: the the culture in france is very very different i know it's changed but when i first it's pretty cutthroat especially where I was i'm not sure if you heard a lot about toulon
0: no i haven't back
1: in the day i'm not sure now it's it's kind of got this owner like a multi-million owner who um buys all these plays so it's not it's not unusual to get a 30-player turnover every year in too long. Oh, like wow. Back then anyway. And you'd be getting everyone from South Africa from everywhere. So it was a great experience, but it's very cutthroat. Mm. So everyone's on their toes. You'd have a big squad. You'd have a squad about 55 plays for one season. Oh, wow. Uh, so it was, it was quite big, but really enjoyable. Coming back to Australia, it was more relaxed. But um, even... Because I've never been in the rugby culture in Australia, mm. the NRL culture towards and the rugby culture were different. Oh, I mean, yeah, would be. The different backgrounds, all the Sydney boys were all from like the posh schools or the uh, more where we were kind of from the West and that says so it's, it's different kind of cultures, people backgrounds still c- quite similar. But mm. yeah, difference in parts,
0: which are surprised me a bit. And yeah, and, and what was it like playing in the super rugby compared to the French rugby? Not necessarily what it was like at the club, but just playing the game in general. Was like, it faster pace, slower, etc.?
1: A lot faster. A lot faster. Um, they love their scrums in France. They just love it. They just They'd go hard in those. <laughs> they just go hard, yeah. Um, but I, I, I actually loved it. And some of the rugby players, the the um, what they can do, like the just the way they can move, some of those Kiwi players, like the wingers I played against. Like, honestly, their physical abilities are unbelievable. Uh, like, hundred percent. Like, built, built for rugby and it's fast and huge. And um, it was great to play different people and mm. and have a good experience. Well, we we struggled that year. It was our first year, so it was the first time Melbourne Rebels actually went into mm, the- it was. Rugby. Yeah, um, but we won a couple games. I really enjoyed it. Um, yeah, it was all right for a first year.
0: Oh, that's good. Um, and speaking of your post-playing, we more or less just covered how you're living, but what are you doing with yourself these days?
1: I'm doing a rugby pro academy, which is like I help young backs turn pro, like I do programs for them or stretching. For union and like,
0: league or just union?
1: Both, yeah, union and league. I just felt like I was um I was lucky enough to get that environment of both things. And mm. I think you can learn off different different codes as well. So I've really enjoyed that. I've been doing that. I also own a PT business in Melbourne. So that's going really well at the moment. Now it's summer as well. And yeah. everyone's out of, out of lockdown. Um, coaching rugby as well at a Scotch college in, in Melbourne, which is fun because Melbourne rugby is, they very, they struggle with their skills because they've probably only picked the ball up since, you know, under 15. When yeah. we were younger, we picked yeah. up when we were three or four.
0: Yeah, whereas so, AFL is everything up until that sort AFL of is
1: everything. So, um, but it's, it's fun. I'm really enjoying it, mate. i really enjoying um, being retired, not waking (laughs) up sore the next day. That's the best thing.
0: (laughs) I was going to say, what was the decision behind retiring? Which a lot, a lot of them say it's a, well, a a few that I, that I interviewed, they said it was, they put it down to, do I think I could get through the next preseason? Is that what you saw it as? Or was it just not wanting to wake up sore? Um. I think if I was in the NRL, it'd be about the preseason because they were brutal.
1: The NRL is <laughs> yeah. brutal, and you have that—you have a good. Like I think we started in November mm. and we played in March, so it was a lot of preseason, a lot of training used. But in Get the <laughs> in, rugby, yeah, in rugby in France and in England, that you don't have that preseason. I mean, because our season's so big, it goes for about ten months. Yeah, so we, so we might we might have four weeks before the season, so that didn't really bother me. But at the end of my career. I just broke down. So I had a contract uh, for two years. And I think that first with- year I was in the contract, I think I played 80 minutes, if that. So I was just that breaking with down. That Salford or
0: with the rugby union? No, that
1: was with a place called Carcassonne. Okay. Um, and I kind of knew it was my last kind of stint because I didn't feel good at all. My body was <laughs> slowing down. And just little, the um, soft tissues injuries, I come back from one thing, went to the other. Um, and it was just no good. And then I finished that contract. I said I don't want to waste my time here, and I thought, well, I might as well try to have a go back at rugby league because that's what yeah, I, what yeah. I came from. It and then you signed with Salford, my, yeah. Um, same place in Carcassonne for the for the the team, um, and then they kicked off the first three seconds. I caught the ball, got tackled, and did my medial ligament. Oh, and I'm
0: like,
1: oh. that's it. I think I'm done. That's, that's yeah, pretty much. That's done. more that's or less the, the big
0: sign big that you needed. Yeah.
1: It was just a sign. It wasn't great to go out that way, but um, it was definitely a sign. I needed just to just to give it away.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, you were more or less seeing the signs at the point, but you were like, "I need something to definitely tell me," and definitely that unfortunately was.
1: I know I needed it because sometimes your brain's like, oh, "I can still do this, I'm alright," but the body was just like, "No, nah, you know, yeah. no way." Your brain's like, change.
0: "Yes," your body's like, "No, nah, thanks, we're done, we're nah. tapping out." Yeah. Um, so speaking of some fun questions, um, if you could have an actor portray you. As a like a life movie, who who would you want to play you? An actor. Oh, yeah.
1: No one's asked me that. Um <laughs> Matt Damon. I like Matt Damon. We'll go Matt
0: Damon. And I'm not gonna lie, I can see the resemblance of it as well. Well,
1: that's that's why I said because someone said I look a little bit like him. But yeah. um if you can when he's in good shape, he sometimes gets out of shape. So maybe mm. when he was in the Bourne um
0: the Born films, yeah.
1: The born films, yeah, he's well, probably looking. Better now but um yeah i like him as an actor so it's all good
0: yeah let's go with matt damon um how do you like your steak
1: uh i like it medium rare
0: okay um i've Which been told really bit, yeah medium Sorry, rare. i was gonna say i've been told over in france that you more or less don't get a choice when when you ask for a steak in whatever way they just send it the medium yeah. i think it's medium rare or something like that
1: yeah it's always usually a bit redder so <laughs> a medium rare is probably a um
0: a rare here or blue?
1: A rare, yeah. So medium rare over there would be definitely a rare here. Wow. And then, yeah, so they really, they don't cook it much whatsoever. Mm. And whatever you do, don't have tomato sauce with the um, the steak because they tell you off, even if you order it in a restaurant.
0: Wow, like okay. If, Did you yeah. find that out the oh, hard way? Yeah,
1: they I went to this beautiful steak place in Paris and then been from Penrith put on Wax a tomato sauce. sauce. Yep. And I get a tap from a waiter. He just he's just giving it to me. Like you can't eat steak like that. And <laughs> yeah, apparently I'm I'm a bit of a bogan, but
0: oh well. <laughs> Hey, Australia pride, right? Um exactly. if you, could, if you exactly. could have a if you could have a superpower, what would it be and why? A superpower? Yeah. Uh
1: not to get old, oh, that would be good. Then I'll be able to play rugby all the time. There yeah, you
0: go. yeah, that's a good to one. Be ageless. Hey, that's <laughs> great. Um, what is your current beer or alcoholic drink of choice?
1: Oh, uh, I would have to say a good red, which I never used to drink red until I went to France. Okay. Um, just a nice, yeah, red. Okay, uh, red, red wine's perfect.
0: Nah, that's fair. Um, obviously, I was going to ask what team did you follow as a kid, but you mentioned that earlier. You followed Penrith. Um. Okay, who was your favorite player watching growing up as a kid?
1: It was always Freddie Fittler because he's from Penrith. He also went to my one of my school for a year. And then you um, played
0: against him in the 03 grand final. I,
1: I got to play, yeah, that was, yeah, played against him and then played with him the year after when he came back for New South Wales. Yep. Yeah, was, wow. Which is unreal. But I always, I also like Brandy Alexander, mm. the number seven for uh, Penrith. Always, yeah, everyone likes Roycey. Just the old Penrith guys. I still to, waiting for them.
0: that beer from, from Roycey from 91. I know.
1: Yeah, he should get me a couple, yeah. But um, no, I used, to, I used to absolutely love that team. And I remember I saved up for the actual 91 Grand Final jersey, which my dad still has at his house. Oh, wow. Um, That's good to actually buy. I remember saving all my money. I bought it for about $100 back then. It's mm-hmm. worth a lot more now. Oh, but just yeah. Uh,
0: yeah, um, good to have it. Yeah, for sure um, I'm just checking through my list of stuff I've got jotted down movie actor what was your Netflix binge during the recent lockdown or TV binge or something like that
1: uh, Netflix binge I'm not a huge Netflix because I'm always so busy okay. um, I'm more of a read I can't believe I'm saying this because I never used to be but I'm into books now reading okay. books
0: okay what, what's your what was your or what is your favorite book series at the moment?
1: Not as serious, I just like to read autobiographies, yeah, um, yep. just stuff like that, just what people have been through and how they come to the other side. Um, yeah, nothing. Okay, to- who would
0: be some autobiographies that stick out to you that you really loved reading and would definitely read again?
1: Oh, where do I start? I've got them everywhere. <laughs> I've got about 100. I can't believe the last year I've just been through them and through them. And oh, I'm trying to think who doesn't have to be number one
0: it can name like five then i guess if you can
1: (laughs) i think i'm trying to think the one i'm seeing today um i'll I'll forget his name is jordan's old trainer and he's got a book out and it's just talking about how he used to train jordan and how he was so good and uh, mentally strong. i forget his name though um i recommend that book because that was pretty good and it remind me of um being good at just anything you do your craft rugby or anything that you're fully immersed in what you're doing and just learning from books like that I love yeah so sorry mate I should really nah,
0: that's all pick good up
1: and show you but no
0: nah, that's all good that's awesome um, um, yep. talking about the panthers 2020 season first of all amazing season 17 in a row um, beat your 2003 team's record yep. what was it like seeing the panthers do so well this year
1: it was unbelievable um, I actually wish I was at. Penrith this year because you could hear the buzz and my dad was talking about him and mum was, everyone was talking about him and they just did so well. Like the, the team that they had just were just, I, I love it because you just remember how when you were young and you had no fear and you just went out and played, played, did what you did and things are coming off. I mean, even though they lost the Grand Final, I think they did they did themselves proud.
0: Oh, 100%. Um, 17 in a row. They did it, and they did it legally compared to the Bulldogs in 02 Yeah,
1: exactly. But, I mean, it's just a shame that they couldn't get that last one. Mm. Um, But that's just the way it is, and hopefully they'll be back next year. But, I mean, yeah, they should be proud of themselves. Like, 17, that's, that's unheard, that's un- it's un- it, unheard it, of. It's
0: unheard of in the modern game, that's for sure. It is. And it's honestly, that's about it that I've got listed. Yeah, sorry, continue.
1: Hopefully next year, mate, I'll be I can get down to the grand final, and um, it'll be Penrith playing.
0: Oh, hey, fingers crossed. Um, and yeah, our last bit would be: Do you have any advice for any kids or youngsters that are wanting to make it in the big leagues, whether that's Union, AFL, NRL, whatever?
1: Um, just you just have to go 100 percent at it, and you have to work harder than anyone else. You have to be, you definitely have to be mentally strong, but. Um, you have to do the real little things. Every, I mean, you probably hear all the time people say the one percenters, one percenters, but it really does work.
0: But, yeah. Um,
1: does. And, and you just keep doing those one percenters, one percenters, and all of a sudden you've got all these one percenters to coming together. Um, and then you, that's where you get somewhere. Um, be confident. Those, don't get disheartened with a bad game or anything like that. Just keep going in the direction and um, just, just believe in yourself. I would say Um, anything can happen. That's the thing. If you believe in yourself, you're you're halfway there.
0: Thank you very much. I guess for joining me because that's about it. Um, really enjoyed the chat.